Hello, and welcome once again to another edition of TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, where we take an in-depth view of the artists chosen by God to use their gift to glorify Him, the stories behind their music, and of course, how the Lord has been with them in the process. Our guest uses the God-given gift of music to introduce children to the love of the Lord, and his name is Dana Reed. I'm Derek Davis, and that anointed music comes from a man who calls himself an encourager through music, and his name is Dana Ree. Dana, great to have you with us. Thank you so much, Derek. First, let's get some stats. Yes. You are married. Oh, yes. With children. Oh, yes. How long and how many? (laughs) We've been married for 24 years, and we have a 22-year-old son and a 20-year-old daughter. Nice, Mm -hmm. nice. And you're a pastor, no? Yes, I am. Shouldn't I be calling you reverend? No. Why not? Because uh, when God called Moses, he called him by his first name. Mm-hmm. Peter was Peter. Paul was Paul. And you'll know who I am by what I do. Understood. Understood. That's a novel approach, especially in these days and times. <laughs> I don't need my title to announce what I do. Stealth is my, a friend of mine told me, Greg said, Dana, stealth is your greatest weapon. Explain that. If people don't see you coming, they don't know how to stop you. Hmm. If you know, if you come carrying a payload, 
that's going to change things, and if they know you're coming, they will set up defenses. But if they don't see you coming, they allow you in. And then once you're in, then you can operate under the anointing of God to deliver what you're supposed to deliver. But if you start announcing, I'm coming, they'll put out the anti-warfare, the guns against you. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> you know, so like, indeed. no, I don't need to announce who I am. I'm Dana. How, how are you? I'm Dana. Nice to meet you. How are you? I'm Darren. <laughs> um, you are a native New Yorker. Yes, I am. Born and raised in the holy city of uh, Harlem, the holy village. <laughs> okay. Uh, small. <laughs> I tell people I was born just of, just off the coast of America in a small island, and I uh, went to a, a school on a farm. Okay, but you live down south now. Yeah, I live. Uh, yeah, but I went to see Manhattan's the island, and the Bronx used to be a farm, so that's where I went to school. Understood. <laughs> okay, I got to keep up with you. Um, well, how did the transition occur? Well, for years I said I'd never, never move to Nashville. Um, You're in Nashville now. Yeah, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And when I, a friend of mine named Gail uh, Hamilton, she was managing a group, and she said, Dana, you need to move to Nashville, because I was in pursuit of music at the time. And it just rang, something in my spirit just rang, you need to move. Mm. And I talked to my wife, and surprisingly, she went along with it, and we moved to Nashville about 15 years ago. And is that where you're pastoring now? No, I'm, I'm pastoring in Russellville, Tennessee, Russellville, Kentucky, at oh. the Russellville Christian Church in Russellville, Kentucky. Okay. Well, how did that happen? Well, again, you know, when I when you say never, be prepared to be checked by God. <laughs> He'll check you, you know, because I said I'd never be a pastor. I'd never, but in the course of obeying God, He opens up doors that you cannot deny Him opening. Mm. I, w I went to a church to help with their music department to help with they needed help with music. They left a denomination that was um, ordaining uh, gay clergy and they left and they used to have music and everything. But this church had nothing. They needed someone to help them. So um, I went to help. And in the course of helping, one day the pastor, uh, Brent Crabtree, he got sick and he called me at 830 in the morning and said, Dana, I need you to preach for me. Mm. Like, okay, and, and service starts at 1030. Right. So I preached a sermon, and it worked out. Um, the Lord blessed, and then he took a sabbatical, and then he said, Dan, I want you to preach while I'm gone. Okay, so I started preaching while I was gone. I uh, got ordained in February of this year, and uh, then when he came back from his sabbatical, he said, I want you to still preach. And then one day I said, we need to meet for lunch. We met for lunch, and then he said, Dana, you need to be the pastor of this church. Now, this is the same church that was ordaining gay clergy? No, no, no. This, they, they left. They left that denomination. They left. They, they parted from that. And they started this church, you know, five years ago. And I walked into this situation where they didn't have a music department. They didn't have. And they asked me to help. And that's what I did. I went to serve. And in the process of serving, I ended up leading. So you're a musician, too. Oh, yes. Yes, that's what I am. What instrument do you play? I play guitar. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to get you to play some guitar before you leave. Oh, Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to. I've been playing for a long time. Have a pick in my pocket for the last 30-some-odd years. <laughs> okay. Every, okay. Real guitar players carry a pick. I don't care. <laughs> now, what prompted you to use music as one of the means to introduce children to the love of Christ? Music is is powerful. I saw a, I think, on you, if you go on YouTube, you can see children dancing to the songs of Beyonce or whoever there. And they know the words. They know the movements. And it gets into these children, and they, I said, wait a minute, you know, I learned the love of God through songs. You know, my dad taught me uh, 
hymns. It was through old hymns. He would sing hymns to me, and mm-hmm. um, my mother, you know, would teach, tell us stories. But it, music always played an important part of my life. I was in the uh, Boys Choir of Harlem when I was six years old. Really? So, yeah, it was really all a part of who I It was a part of my makeup. And mm-hmm. God, he designed me that music would be who I am. And you just use, he expects us to use what he gives us to deliver his love, to deliver the message to people. Mm-hmm. If it's someone writing, they write. If it's someone speaking, they speak. If they play, you play. You just do, you use what God's given you. Yeah, yeah. Listen to your CD, Welcome to the Reading Room, last night. Yeah. And I must say I was pleasantly surprised. I actually enjoyed it. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, the first thing I noticed is the music for Mm -hmm. the kids Mm -hmm. was not what I grew up on. Mm -mm. Now, when I was a kid, I grew up to, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands, clap, Mm -hmm. clap. (coughs) Not exactly the same thing. No. Uh, No, Tracks were like radio ready. Yes, sir. Like something I would hear on the radio. You mentioned some secular artists. Is that what prompted you to take that approach? Yes, because I am... I really believe you do the be- the world always does their best to deliver the message of destruction. Mm. Why should we do any less? You know, I remember as a child sometimes you go to church and they put you downstairs in the basement with the piano out of tune and the dear sweet lady who really couldn't play and then they'll go, aren't we having fun? No. <laughs> I'm having fun. Tear me up inside. I want to get up out of here. Right. You know, so, right. but you go, you turn on t- television, everything was what it needed to be. It was t- tight. Sure. And I realized that Disney, I looked at the Disney model, they don't, you think about it, a whole new world is not a kid song. It's not a song for children. Hmm. The, the melodic structure of that song is just beautiful. Anyone, the parents, Parents have to bring the children to a Disney movie, I see. so they make it they make it attractive to the parent also. Mm-hmm. But it's really touching the child and everyone. It's not children's music; it's really touching the child in all of us. Understood. With all of the negative influences in the world—television, internet, peer pressure, etc., cetera, etc.—kids, cetera, as we mentioned, are being bombarded literally every day. Ever feel like you need to step up your approach at all? Well, no, I believe in doing... Or do you think you're right on target? I think I'm on target. The Lord... (laughs) Oh, can I tell you a story, a quick little story? Okay. Noah, like I said, Noah was the most ineffective evangelist. The most ineffective evangelist? Yes. How so? He preached for 120 years. Oh, well, yeah, okay. (laughs) And only seven people joined the church. <laughs> and he made the eighth. <laughs> so, by most people's accounts, by most, we would say he was he was ineffective. He was, he was unsuccessful. Right, right. But the reality is, God never told Noah to preach. He told him to build a boat. And in the process of building a boat, he was successful. So it de- it never matters what people think you need to do. It's always doing what God told you to do. And if you do what God told you to do, you will be successful. So in the pro- if I just if I when it's when I try to step out of what God has told me to do that I get into frustration I get into trouble I start getting depressed and I've been through all those things because I tried going outside trying to make it happen He told me to produce these CDs exactly the way they are mm-hmm. and that's what what I've done because when you don't have a lot people will say you need to put on Saul's armor to slay a giant right. David just took some smooth stones and just went out and killed the giant. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't have the budget to hire a bunch of actors and do No, just use what you had. I just took some five smooth stones. 
and just and with these five smooth stones, we'll just we'll just need one to slay a giant. So children today are inundated visually. They are inundated visually. They're told what it looks like, yeah. how it should go. Mm-hmm. I remember in the day we used to listen to radio programs, and there's something about using the imagination. It draws you in. Yeah. So I try to give enough in the stories, enough description so they can sense it, but then they can fill in the blanks and use their minds. And we focus first at bedtime because mm. many, many of our children don't have a father to say, I love you and I'm proud of you. Mm. They don't have a man speaking to their life at nighttime. Right. So the Lord directed me to make these CDs to speak as a father would to a child. What's one of the favorite bedtime songs that you did? Um, God has a plan for me. Children, they love God has a plan for me and uh, uh, you can use me, Lord. Or uh, But God has a plan for me has really been one that's that's really been effective. Let's I, listen to that right now. Sure. God has a plan for me from Welcome to the Reading Room from our guest, Dana Reed, on Music with a Mission. As you grow up, There will be people who discourage you, and there will be times when everything seems to go wrong. But always remember that God has a plan for you. If you believe that, say it with me. God has a plan for me. Say it again. God has a plan for me. And always remember that His plan is perfect.
thank you for my friends who've joined me here tonight. I ask that you bless them and give them peace. Help them to know just how special they are. Watch over them and keep them from all harm. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, the song God Has a Plan for Me from the CD Welcome to the Reading Room from our guest, Dana Reed. And you say this particular song just helped kids go to sleep. Yes, and it helps them go to sleep and it puts a message in their mind that they can be anything God wants them to be. And then after the song, there's um, instrumental lullaby kind of things and set an atmosphere so they can go put their minds at ease and put them to sleep. And I've had adults tell me that they let the children listen to it, and then they'll take the CD out of their room and they listen to it themselves. Really? So we, adults enjoy it, too? They enjoy it, too. And that's the whole idea. Adults enjoy a good family movie. It's not just for the child. It's for sure. the adult, too. Sure. So, Other than the obvious of getting children to know Jesus as early in life as possible, first of all, how, how early do you want children to know the Lord Jesus? Day one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was kind of an, an obvious question. <laughs> no, but it's good. No, but I understand what you're saying. You know, it's it's about atmosphere. The first thing we see God doing in the creation story is creating an atmosphere. If you want something to grow, you have to create the right atmosphere, mm-hmm. and then whatever you plant grows into that because of the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So you can start the atmosphere before they get here. Yeah. And if the parent, you so know, you're saying in the womb, in the womb, if they're carrying that child in peace, you know. You, you're carrying that. You're creating an environment for that child. Mm. Some children come here happy. I mean, they just come here happy. Yeah. And you see a, a mother who's just at peace, and and the, the child is happy. You, they come home to a happy home. It just creates an environment for that seed to grow in a good environment. So you would suggest a mother who's expecting to sure. start listening to the reading sure, room. Sure, sure, leading to the reading, not just the reading room, but just the word of God in and of itself. Understood. You know, it's just. It's it's really creating an atmosphere. What do you want that child to come into? What do you want that child to be? Mm-hmm. Well, you have to create the atmosphere. God did not create man until he established an atmosphere for man to thrive in. Understood. What else do you hope to accomplish with your approach? That is to say, is there anything that you're hoping will sink into the minds of the young ones that you're trying to reach? The main thing is never forget that God is in control and that he has a plan. It is his plan that we are to, that he will he will show them and throughout life it doesn't matter who you are that he has a plan for your life and that that's that really is it because once we start getting off of god's plan and focusing on ours that's when we get into the area of discouragement and all those things and oh, what or worrying about god's will so many people want, i just want to know god's will for my life yeah oh, that's a big question most big question you know but we approach it with fear Many people approach it with fear. Well, I'm afraid I'll miss God's will. Really? Really? God doesn't know how to find David was out in the field in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And he sent someone to get, God knows where you are. Just do, what do you do when you don't know what to do? Just do what you know to do. That sounds like one of the songs right here. <laughs> you know, that's a new one I work in. Okay, okay. You know, but okay. what do you do when you don't know what to do? Just do what you know to do. Do right. Do, yeah. do the word of God. And yeah. in the process of doing the word, God reveals through obedience the next step. Yeah. You don't have to worry about down here if, you know, does he want me to do Stop the fear. Stop the fear. And just do the will. The will of God is that we live righteously, Mm -hmm. that we live holy lives, Mm -hmm. that we that we live with thankfulness in our hearts. And when we have thankfulness in our hearts, the 
we see opportunity as opposed to obstacle. You mentioned fear and you mentioned frustration earlier. Yes. You think our children are, is that something that you think our children are experiencing at of an course. early age? And the parents are doing it. How so? Uh, mommy, I want to be a painter. Oh, you can't make any money doing that. Well, that's discouraging the child. That's right. Right. They're discouraging. But see, we put, we cre- goes back to the environment. Okay. What environment are you creating for the child? Mm-hmm. If I create, a, the environment is my responsibility mm. for that child. If I'm creating an environment of fear, that child will pick up on that. I see. It's, I that's see. why it's so important that we create the right environment. Yeah. We have to create an environment of faith. If just because I don't understand something, God gives me a child not to make them into what I want them to do. Mm-hmm. is to be a steward of this child so that I can help them understand what God wants them to be. Mm-hmm. And if God, I may be a violin, and a violin cha- tunes one way and sounds a certain way. Well, God may have given me a trumpet. That trumpet's not going to tune like the violin. Exactly. It's not going to play when the violin is supposed to play. Right. So I have to trust God in raising this trumpet not trying to make it a violin because it's not equipped. Well put. Well put. So it's as a parent, it's not for me to make this child what I want it to be. Mm-hmm. That's why I tell children, you can be anything God wants you to be. It's not children can't be anything they want to be and be successful in God. You can be anything God wants you to be. And when you recognize that, then as a parent, then you can realize, okay, I don't understand it, but Lord, give me the wisdom to raise this child. This child is nothing like me. I don't understand it. I can't sing, but this child can sing, and they want to sing. Lord, I don't know how to do that. Mm. Help me. Mm-hmm. Instead of discouraging them and making it feel like, no, you need to be this. You need to be no. And that's what your website does. It also encourages the parents. Oh, yes. T- took a look at your website, uh, www.readingroom.com. That's reading room with two E's. Mm-hmm. And uh, not only do you have great testimonials from people from around the country, I happen to see a very familiar face on the website on one of your videos. Saw the daughter of a good friend of mine and and director of the music ministry here at TSC Music, Greg Thomas. His daughter, Allie, singing quite clearly and confidently, God has a plan for me. And how old was she then? Two or three. I mean, she was sitting in a high chair. Yeah, sitting in a high chair. So you're saying as early as that, even in the womb? Yes. And you've had a positive effect from that. A positive effect from that. There was a uh, a woman in here in New York State. Her husband tried to kill her, mm. and the children witnessed that. And they would not sleep in their room. They were afraid. They wouldn't go into a certain section of the house, and they were sleeping on the couch in the living room. They were traumatized. And they were traumatized. And the mother was traumatized. Mm. But she didn't tell me that part. Yeah. Uh, she I sent her the CDs, and she's her youngest daughter said, I believe him. When God has, she heard God has a plan for me, she said, I believe him. Yeah. And she said, would you pray with my children? So I called them. and Because and, later on they said, we want to sleep in our own room. Right. So I called and prayed with them, and they slept in their room for the first time in over a year. Wow. And then she said, Dana, you, I didn't tell you this, but I was sleeping on the couch. I hadn't been back in the bedroom over a year. And she, too, has been back to sleeping in her own room. It's like, it's about being faithful to what God has called you to do yeah. because it's about saving lives. It's not about selling product. Mm-hmm. It's about saving lives. It's being obedient to what God has called you to do. Mm-hmm. The river, the mouth of the river has no idea who's being who's benefiting downstream. Mm. It is the purpose of the river to just keep flowing. 
Just keep flowing. You don't nice. know. Just nice. keep flowing. Just yeah. keep flowing. Let yeah. the Spirit of God flow through you. Now, so far, you have three CDs. Yes. Welcome to the Reading Room, the story of Elijah, and the story of Joseph. Yes. It would appear that you could follow suit with all the biblical characters. And that's where we're going. I was going to ask, is that <laughs> mm-hmm. the plan? That's, that is the plan. Mm. That is the plan. And each one has a theme. Uh, the story of Joseph, God has a plan. Mm-hmm. No matter what you go through, Elijah talks about not being afraid. Mm. And those first two CDs helped those children who had been traumatized. And then we're going to do Ruth and, and uh, all the just different stories and really tying in a theme with each one. And the Welcome, Welcome to the Reading Room, Mr. Reading Friends, is really a compilation of the songs we do when we do live concerts. Well, let's hear a little bit of Story of Elijah, mm-hmm. just to get an idea of what you're talking about. Sure. And then we're going to talk some more with Dana Reed on Music with a Mission. Elijah and the Evil Queen. Elijah was a prophet of the true and living God. He lived in Israel during the reign of King Ahab and Queen Jezebel. The king and queen were wicked and forced everyone in the kingdom to worship false gods. God told Israel to only worship him, but Ahab and Jezebel worshipped Baal and Asherah. Because Israel had become so evil, Elijah said to King Ahab, As surely as the Lord lives, no rain or dew will fall during the next few years unless I command it. Then the Lord told Elijah to go and hide east of the Jordan River. You may drink from the brook, God said, and I have commanded ravens to bring you food there. Elijah obeyed and found the brook God told him about. The birds brought Elijah bread and meat, every morning and every evening. This is Music with a Mission, just a taste of the story of Elijah, one of the CDs from our guest, Dana Reed. He has a few CDs targeting children, which are good for the parents as well. And we can expect even more CDs outlining biblical characters on the way. We'll we'll talk biblical stories, and and I'm glad you used that word character. I'm Mm -hmm. glad you used that word. Because... I remember when dad would come into the room to kiss us goodnight as a child. Um, he never walked in with a puppet. Nah. He never walked in as a character. Mm. He was just dad. Mm. And children need dad. You know, and I, I, children's ministry is great, but when it gets too much into characters, mm. it becomes a fairy tale. I see. It Jesus was and is a real person. Moses was a real person. Yes. Not just a cartoon character. True. And I think it's important. That's why, you know, with the children, I'm Mr. Reed. You know, hi, I'm Mr. Reed. I'm just a, I'm just a man. I'm a dad. I speak to them as a father. I don't try to do fancy characters or anything. You know, right now, it just establishes the fact if you walk into a room and you share your heart with a child, yeah. you got them. It becomes more effective. It becomes more effective. Yeah. It's not about the art. It's about the heart. It's so interesting, though, what you're saying about that. You know, a, a child, it appears, can just detect a bad spirit. That's right. You know, if, if you go up to a child and they start crying. <laughs> Children <laughs> and dogs. Something, <laughs> something's wrong here. Right, I mean? right. So right, uh, right. That's, that's a good point. Right. Good point. Understand you were involved in a Christmas production here at Times Square. Yes, I was. Uh, What was that, back in 2007? 2007. Time flies. Yeah, 2007. Yeah, tell us about that. Well, uh, I met Greg, and he asked me to come and be a part of the Christmas production. And my daughter, Jennifer, and I came and sang a few songs. And it was just a wonderful time. We we feel like we're part of the family here 
at uh, here at Times Square Church, and we just what so, what exactly did you do? We did a few songs. We did. Uh, I mean, did, did you we, sing? Did yeah, you we play? sang. I played played the guitar, and some okay. children backed us up. You nice, know, the choir. Nice. It, was, it was just a wonderful time. You know, I, I was like, "Well, I'm standing here. I, I can't believe I'm standing here." <laughs> you know, because you know, it's just one. I, my one of my my prayer is this Psalms one nineteen seventy four. May those that fear you rejoice when they see me, for I put my hope in your word. Mm. And when people that really love the Lord are happy to see me. That's the answer to prayer. Yeah. Because that's who I want to be happy to see me. Okay. Because expect a discerning woman, a Christian woman is very discern- discerning. So I'm very, I like to let people see who I am so they can discern that is this guy for real or not? Yeah. Because anyone can talk. Sure. You can talk a good game. Sure. But can you be consistent with that thing? Mm. And so I want the people of God to to be happy when they see me, that lets me know I'm living it. Okay. Because if I'm giving off anything that is contrary to the Word of God, it's going to come out. It's going to come out. Yeah. It's going to come out. Well, we got to get you to play some guitar now. Are you in the mood? Oh, sure. Well, get that pick out of your pocket. Sure, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> see, I think I have a red one today. You got a red pick? I think I have a red pick. Okay, okay. Well, while you're getting geared up there, Dana, let's listen to some of the Times Square Church Christmas production in which you lent a helping hand. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Oh, yes! Praise the Lord! Now, how many of you believe that this is the church of tomorrow? Remember, the R in reading means first to rebuke. I have to give you a slight rebuke. They're not the church of tomorrow. They're the church of today, because if we ignore them today, they won't be here tomorrow. So many times we hear people talk about self-esteem and believing yourself, and that's a remedy for problems. Believing, think about that, believing in yourself? No. I have no self-esteem. I have confident dependence upon my Father. He directs my path, and we must teach the children that God directs their path. We don't want them to be anything they want to be because then they're acting out of the flesh. We tell our children to walk in the be anything you want to. Isn't that? No. Teach them to hear from God at a young age. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is, God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is the husband to the widow. God is the one with your God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio, where God is. G-L-Y-S-T-I That means God loves you and so do I. G-L-Y. You say it. G-L-Y. Have you been practicing? S-D-I. You say it again. S-D-I. That means God loves you and so do I. God loves you and so do I. God bless you. Merry Christmas. 
And Jennifer and I will see you next time in the reading room. We love you. Bye. Say bye. <laughs>
Just keep doing, just like Noah, just keep doing it. If it's 120 years, 120 months, whatever, just keep doing it and be faithful to do it the way he said. Because success is this, doing what God told you to do exactly the way he told you to do it. That is so good because we have so many definitions of success. Right, right. And you're saying success is? Doing what God told you to do exactly the way he told you to do it. Just like Noah, he said, okay, use this kind of wood, make it this big, make it that. And he did it exactly the way he told him to do it. And when the storms came and that thing was buffeted, it withstood it because God knew what it would take. So if he calls you to do something and the world doesn't grab onto it right away, it's okay because God knows the purpose of that vision he placed in you. He didn't put that vision in you to elevate yourself. Mm. He put it in you to build his kingdom. And he decides how his kingdom gets built. Yeah. If it's one brick at a time, a whole brick. If he just says, I need you to put this one brick in place, fine. You go to an orchestra. The guy that plays the timpani sits through the whole piece. He sits through the whole thing. <laughs> until his part Until comes. his part. And then you, boom, 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 boom. you hear that. And you think, wait a minute, this guy, well, he got paid. <laughs> and yeah, you know, yeah. he waits to the end. But he, the, the writer knew that at that point, that's when that instrument is needed. We are all instruments in God's orchestra. Don't get mad because the violins play all the way through. It's okay. Just be who you are. Yeah. Do that. And yeah. then the goal is not all of us sounding the same. Yeah. Is that we're playing off the same page. Mm. That If we're playing off the same page, we're okay. And the most important sign in music is the rest sign. Know when to stop. Know <laughs> <laughs> when to stop. And a lot of us have a problem, with, have that. A problem <laughs> with that. Know when to stop. And if you, I stop and allow you to go by, just like we're having a conversation. Sure. I'm not talking while you're talking. Right. We're, it's knowing when to when to give and that take. Breathing. You can't breathe in and out at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Know when to stop. Sure. If you've got uh, sopranos singing over altos and That's altos right. are right. singing over tenors and right, and everyone's doing the everybody's doing a run. Right. Oh, come on, please. It's going to sound like chaos. Thank you. Just like singers, they sing like they're getting paid by the note. I'm like, look, just sing the melody. <laughs> Sing, just, can you sing, sing, just sing the melody. Yeah, yeah. Be our, the great singers know how to sing a melody. Yeah, yeah. It's not how many notes you can hit. Can you tell me the story in a simple melody so that I can take that melody along with me? A great singer, or a great song is like the gospel. It's simple and able, you're able to carry it with you wherever you go. I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> it has really been great having you on the show. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. Dana Reed. Thank you. Welcome to the Reading Room, where we sing a tune and we learn together on Music with a Mission. God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. With us. God is good. God is good all the time. I am here.
CD, Welcome to the Reading Room, from our guest, Dana Reed. Uh, if you want to check out the website, it's www.readingroom.com. That's Reading Room with two E's. Thanks once again to our guest, Dana Reed. Take joy, my king, in what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. By the way, we do want to hear what you think about music with a mission. We want your tips, hints, and suggestions. Email your comments to music at timesquarechurch.org or check out TSC Music on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, visit the website at www.tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and special administrative assistant from Jessica Carrasco. Remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with a Mission.